Welcome, welcome to Crypto Chat with Chavo, the edgiest podcast in the crypto realm. I'm your host, the crypto connoisseur, Chavo, ready to deep dive into the fascinating world of cryptocurrencies, NFTs, and all things crypto related. But hold on tight, my friend, because this is not your average finance show. We're not here to give you boring investment advice or financial jargon. Oh, no. We're here to rock your world with discussions, mind-bending insights, and jaw-dropping stories from the cryptoverse. Now, before we kick things off, let's make one thing crystal clear. This podcast is strictly for entertainment purposes. None of the content you hear is financial advice. I repeat, not financial advice. I'm just a crypto enthusiast sharing my thoughts, experience, and yes, even my occasional moonshot predictions. So buckle up, strap in, and get ready for a wild ride through the the ever-evolving world of crypto. Let's pull the latest trends, uncover hidden gems, and maybe even decode secret messages hidden in the blockchain. Remember, my fellow crypto aficionados, always do your own research. The crypto space is like a wild west. You need to be your own sheriff. Seek knowledge, stay curious, and let's navigate this digital frontier together. So grab your headphones, crank up the volume, and get ready to be immersed in the world of crypto chapachap. Prepare to laugh, learn, and maybe have your mind blown. Let's get this party started. Hey, what's good, everybody? Welcome to the pod. This is Crypto Chat with Chapo, episode number 368. Coming at you today. After a few days, busy, busy, busy in the office, now we are back to doing some recording. Been following some trends across the crypto market. We'll talk about uh, friend, friend tech and base here coming up shortly as after we dive in to look at the crypto prices as this continues in the crab market that it's been. Bitcoin trading at 29,418. We did see some dips into the 28k mark but we were able to climb back up and i think that's probably going to be a consistent theme at least for the you know the midterm the next month or so maybe even into you know october and then i think we're going to see some weakness of course as we roll into december Probably some decent market plays in between. Who knows, though? I don't have a crystal ball. Ethereum trading at 1851. BNB at 240, which is down a little bit. XRP, 63 cents. Cardano, under 30 cents. Doge at 0. 0. 0.076. Solana, still looking good at 24.57. It continues to put in good work as far as the price action goes, especially relative to all the other tokens in the market. Avalanche trading at 12.45. I did see some interesting dialogue on Avalanche and particular to Avalabs. I think there were some comments from a developer that might have been taken out of context and the developer is essentially just expressed some displeasure with Avalabs not really putting money forth to bring good teams over to Avalanche, good builders. I, I'm pretty sure that's what the discussion centers around. The individual that was 
I don't know if they were calling them out. I didn't see the original post, but I saw a follow-up and I didn't dig to see the original. The poster on Twitter essentially X, whatever you want to call it, essentially said that, look, if you want to bring good builders to Avalanche, you have to give them the money up front. Don't call them over and tell them build and then you're going to make money. And I think that really is an essence of how you really get good communities to build. You know, people can come over and put in hours and hours and hours, you know, hundreds and thousands of hours of work on, you know, a protocol and not get paid. Now, why would people want to do that to hope that someday you might get paid? I think that was the point that the person was trying to make. I don't know. I don't want to put words in their mouth, but in, in, in the information that I read, that was the sense that, that I was getting chain link at 744. And I will say it does feel like avalanche is mostly dead. I have played around a lot, a lot in that ecosystem a couple of years ago. And most of the project that I held, I sold or they rubbed. It was not the best experience, but it seemed like a good community member in the blockchain actually works pretty well in the, in my experience. I'm not saying it's better than ETH. I'm just saying that it seemed a little bit quicker and it was cheaper for sure. Now, can Avalanche come back? That's a great question. All the new blockchains that are out or coming out might be taking all of Avalanche's steam or eating their lunch as we move into the next bull run at some point I, I think we'll see what happens with that mantle drops a little further down to 46 cents arbitrum essentially the same a dollar 16 year protocol dollar 35 caspa almost at five cents net now still digging digging upwards roll bit <laughs> trading at 20 cents boy i faded roll bit when it was two cents Wah, wah, wah. That's what happens though. Phantom at 23 cents, injective protocol down to 767, render at 168. Pepe actually reversing the trend, trading at 567 million market cap. Let's take a look at what we see going on with Harry Potter, Obama, Sonic 10, Inu, that token, I think hit an all time high yesterday. Of course, I do have a nice size bag of that. Oh, let's see. Uh, it's almost up to 13 cents. I think it did th hit 13 cents yesterday. It got up to, looks like it, the highest on deck screener was 13.65. So pushing towards that 20 cents. I think a dollar for Harry Potter, Obama, Sonic, and Inu is almost, in my opinion, as close as a guaranteed bet as I can get. Not financial advice. I could be wrong on it. Everybody seems to be pretty bullish on it on crypto Twitter, crypto X. There's NFT project, the Sprotos, that's connected to it, which is likely to do well. This is a token that I'm just holding until we go to the bull run.
And then, of course, taking the profits because that's what you should do. Remember, not financial advice. I am a financial idiot. I don't know anything. I have zero training in it. I'm just a nerd who likes crypto and likes to talk about it. So turn to the nerds. I'm sorry, I stole that from commercial. My daughter used to say it all the time. Now let's take a look at this friend tech. This is an interesting protocol. It's actually an interesting idea from base or the team behind base or people building on base that they are creating what's called a marketplace for your friends, which you can join friend.tech. However, you have to have an invite code. Well, luck would have it. I have some invite codes. If you head over to Twitter or X and follow me at EL underscore Chapo underscore GB, if you shoot me a DM and ask for a friend tech invite, I will DM you one. I only have a couple of them. So, you know, if you're interested in that, follow me over there. The, the premise behind friend tech, and it's starting to gather quite a bit of steam. A lot of people are talking about it. Now, just yesterday, I was finally able to secure an invite. Lots of people are trying to position for an invite. Essentially, this tech is selling shares of your profile. I know that sounds kind of weird. It's, I don't know how it works. It's apparently scraping Twitter. When you join, it connects to your Twitter account, and then people can buy and sell shares of your brand, for a lack of a better term. I think it's a really, really genius way to get people over to the blockchain because I wasn't really interested in joining base or bridging funds over, but I, it took me 0.01 ETH to fill my wallet on friend tech and start the process. My guess is they're going to be some sort of airdrop with this protocol. I don't know if you have to use the protocol or simply bridging over will give you an opportunity. My guess is it has something to do with how much you spend buying shares of other profiles. Now, it is not something you can do on your PC or your computer. You have, it has to be on your phone. And you can go to the home screen and it simply shows you who has bought and sold your shares. It seems like most people are just buying them and selling right away because I don't know why anybody would really want to buy my share, but they do anyway. There's been a few. And then if you, you there are chats, here we go, that you can join. But in order to join a chat, you have to hold a share of the particular personality or profile. If I can do the explore, some pretty popular Twitter handles are already on friend tech. You can buy their shares. You're early. So my guess is if you, if you put a little ETH over in that direction and you pick up some of these shares, I think the mo the highest one I saw was perhaps nearly 0.5 ETH, which is really expensive. However, 
users are getting part of the trading fees in the protocol. So it's incentivizing users to come over and use it. I don't really know all of the, the features of this protocol. People are really seem to be pretty excited about it. Just clicked on the rabbit ears like in the phone app. I don't know if you can post. I have no idea, but everybody was talking about it. I got lucky, grabbed an invite at the very least positioning for some sort of airdrop if it ever comes. Not that anyone has actually talked about that that I'm aware of. But when you do log in to it, you have four bottom, four buttons along the bottom. Sorry, I was looking away from the phone. You have home, chats, explore, and airdrop. Points are airdropped every Friday and will have future uses in friend.tech. First distribution is 818. And then there are my invite codes. And of course, I don't have any points yet. I haven't tried to do anything, but maybe I will buy and sell some shares so that I am actually making some sort of transactions to increase my opportunity for an airdrop. So check out FriendTech. Take a look at what Base is doing. Still a little hesitant to bridge over because I don't know if I will be able to bridge my funds out. So I'm just kind of playing it by ear, but I do think it is starting to look pretty promising for a lot of people that want to interact on the base network. I know that if you are looking at the base network on deck screener, there's quite a bit of volume. It looks like 332,000 transactions in the last 24 hours. The 24 hour, hour volume is 160 million. You compare that to Arbitrum, the 24-hour volume is only 63 million. Matic, 34 million. Optimism, 27 million. Solana, 10 million. Avalanche, 9 million. You, you see what I'm talking about? So base is just screaming forward with money, right? Binance, 161 million. And then, of course, Ethereum nearly 400 million. So base is really just ripped through the other networks in terms of volume, Aptos volume under a million, Moonbeam under a million, Phantom under a million, Canto, same thing, Metis under a half a million, Near, oh, I, I, I shudder to look at how bad Near is. That's Near. Near's 24-hour volume is $87,000. Near is ooh, a lot of trouble by my estimation. The other ZK Sync has decent volume considering it's above Polygon. Just barely ZK Sync is at $34 million in the last 24 hours. Pulse Chain, $22 million. The, the top three right now, Ethereum, BSC, and, and Base, and Arbitrum in a distant, distant fourth place, and ZK Sync, even half of that. So it's interesting how this is going to develop. Will people stay with Base? Are they farming for a potential airdrop? I don't know. 
my guess is they're trying to. I'm not moving tons of funds because I don't know if I can. Thanks for joining me today. This has been episode number 368 with Crypto Chat with Chapo. Until next time, be in the present moment, be in the here and now, do something nice for somebody, learn something new, forgive somebody today. Make that your mission. Until tomorrow. You know what? I used to say till tomorrow. It's, it's ingrained in my head. Not doing these every day right now, but maybe tomorrow, maybe the next day. But until next time, this has been Chapo. Have an amazing day. The podcast is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only, without any express or implied warranty of any kind, including warranties of accuracy, completeness, or fitness for any particular purpose. The information contained in or provided from or through this podcast is not intended to be and does not constitute financial advice, investment advice, trading advice, or any other device. You understand that you're using any and all of the information on this podcast or through this podcast at your own risk.